All right, we had our very first guest. Which was amazing. Back from my stand-up days, Mr. Harry J. Riley. And I mean, you haven't quite heard it yet. It's coming, it's happening, it's around the it's corner. It's right after this read. But if you hear him and you think, you know what, I would like to hear this man live, you could catch him at a show. If you're on the west side, you can check him out in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club, September 29th. He will also be in the Spokane Comedy Club, September 26th and 27th, and he's headlining November 21st. And you all want to see us? We're going to be at that 21st show, uh, not heckling, being respectful comedy patrons. Of course, nothing um, but the best. Maybe give him a few winks, like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> What's up? Harry you ready? Of course we're going to be doing that. I know. Go to move. But yeah, we'll be there. We'll bring some friends. It should be a really good time. If the wife doesn't like that. Where you stand on it. No, I'm not a fan either. I think it's good think, to know. I think you're 0 for 2 on that for sure. All right. Well, enjoy Harry J. Riley. walks through the door and we are going no yeah not we're not even gonna quiz him on names no he didn't know he was coming to the zoo to podcast so many animals we're gonna charge him five dollars on the way out even though he hasn't petted anything i just you know i have to be careful well diego's up here uh one of the kittens just really rummaging through all of the the dials on the soundboard trying oh, to say nice. hello which was so nice and so sweet yeah no but turned out to be a little bit problematic. <laughs> Hello. Okay, oh. we're doing great. Uh, this is our kitten weapon here. Uh, I do just randomly shoot people with it, too. Anyhow, what is this? This is Downhill Fast. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Tamara. And this is... Harry. J. Riley. Oh, yeah, I'm holding it. Yeah, your whole name. Well, I was actually talking, was it with you or Teresa? Maybe. I don't know. But then I couldn't not refer to you as your whole name, Harry J. Riley. <laughs> you did. About halfway through the week, switch to just full name. And it's got been, a nice sound to it. It's been Harry. And then I was like, oh, final details, these things. I would be like, I'm Harry J. Riley. Like, <laughs> every single time. It was the whole formal to-do. Is your middle name actually, does your middle name start with a J? Yeah. Because I found out Michael J. Fox... Is a made up fucking thing. His no. middle name is not Jay. No. Yeah. It seems fraudulent. Uh, seems yes. Like, I feel lied to. I it's mean, heartbreaking. Anytime I meet someone and their name isn't what I thought it was, I'm like, are you a whole different person? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I had a friend, Tori, I'd known her for about, you know, two or three years, and we went on a trip, and so she actually had to, like, show her full ID. And her. First name Tori is a nickname for her middle name. I was like, I don't even know uh-huh. who you are anymore. Like, what is <laughs> you actually can't happening? Be trusted. Because it's your middle name, and then it's a a nickname for your middle. That's yeah. I was just. I mean, I kind of like it. The redneck in me is like, yeah, Cooter. That's short for Kyle. Okay. <laughs> Cooter. I don't know why. <laughs> Cooter, Kyle, I don't know. They both start in a kid with a K in my mind. Like, I don't know what the hell is happening. I don't think that's all right. <laughs> like Jim Bob. What's your name? Jackson. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. <sighs> the second one didn't land. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but thank you so much for making the trek down. We appreciate it. It was oh, no problem. hopefully a good trip. Nothing to It's always a, a good drive. Yeah. Yeah, I brought my camera, thought I thought something would pop out and I'd take a photo of it. Like, literally, it could be a moose. Like, hey! <laughs> no. Could be. I actually almost hit a bunch of... Um, Deer downtown? No. I mean, that's, like, standard. <laughs> I saw some... Um, I almost said flamingos. That's not... Right. 
newsworthy. Uh, peacocks. There were peacocks what? across the road. Yeah. Uh, and I would have felt real bad about hitting those. I don't know if I should have like varying levels of how bad I'd feel about hitting certain animals and not other animals. I think that's like 30 years bad luck. Really? Yeah. Well, thank God I've swerved. I mean, <laughs> crashed oh, my car, 30 years bad luck. I think, and another one of life's disappointments, I think female peacocks are ugly. Oh, they are, yeah. there Dude, was Diego, shut the hell up. There was one male that was beautiful blue, and then there were three hens who were like brown gray. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, fucking what? Come at me. And I'm like, all right, pea hens, I see you. Misogyny in the animal world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's alive and well, for sure. Did I use that word right? I think so. Ten points. Are they wild? Peacocks, they can't be. They're too pretty to be wild. Like, no, come on. I mean, I don't know. It was like halfway between here in Spokane. I feel like they're... Didn't you guys hear the Labradoodle, the inventor of the Labradoodle, came out today and said it was one of his life's greatest regrets was inventing that damn dog? Because they're either crazy or health-ridden. And, like, it's it's... Amazing. So anyhow, the inventor of the peacock probably feels the same way. I don't know. <laughs> Peacocks are not a combination of animals. They're just like a pretty straight up animal. I just think their genetics can't be trusted. I think there was some selective breeding there. And Interesting. Interesting. I mean, they probably can't add. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I like that arithmetic is the burn you choose to use for peacocks. I don't know. They're real pretty, but probably real bad at math. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I used to go up and visit peacocks at the neighbors growing up. Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. They We would go look at their pretty birds. And I just remember being attacked by the rooster at the same time at my house. And I was like, why couldn't we have a pretty bird? And I have this motherfucker that attacks my hair every two seconds. I mean, it just feels like not a very long activity to go do. I mean, I don't know how long me as a child to be like, oh, the grandeur of these We peacocks. were California rednecks. Like, I mean, we had to look at sophisticated ass birds, right? Sure. Yeah. We just mostly had seagulls where I was growing up. So, yeah. So in studio today, we have Harry G. Riley. He actually is headlining the Spokane Comedy Club here soon? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well no, I had to, in my mind, I was like, wait, am I doing that? I hope so. I've been well, he's to got people lots together. of shit going on. What else do you have going on? Well, uh, this week, I'll, I will be at the uh, Comedy Club. My, uh, I had a date to headline, but... Um, they gave Damon Wayans that spot instead. So Motherfucker. I think I'm doing November 21st now. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And do you have any competitions coming up or anything? No. I think I'm done with those things. I hate now. those motherfucking things. Yeah. <laughs> but Harry and I had different experiences. Harry qualified for shit. <laughs> and I was always like, second alternate. I'm like, go Harry! <laughs> You're going to have to give me more more the lowdown. Because I've never entered or even been to a comedy it's like prostituting yourself for Interesting. Um, <laughs> judges that may not know about comedy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That feels so wrong. So, so wrong. <laughs> like, and I always think it's really entertaining because I'll watch like cooking shows like that. And it's like, here's James Vanderbeek to critique the, the biscuits. And I'm like, has the man had a biscuit? Like, what are we talking about? Like, didn't he like cut out carbs for like 18 years? Like, is he the best like go to critique for for cooking i feel like for comedy you want someone who like maybe likes comedy has maybe done it for a job once or twice i don't know i just it's um 
it's perplexing to me as a non-comedian of like, who are we letting into this? Like, what's happening? It's perplexing as a comedian as well. Do you know one time I had to be a judge and I understand like Fuck you. that desperation. It was, no, please let me finish. It was, I was one of the judges at a lip sync contest for, for, for fraternities and sororities. Don't brag now. At the college I worked at. And I literally, the show started at 7 and I got a text at like 5.15 being like, oh, hey, are you free tonight and i was like dinner drinks and like we need a third judge and i was like oh Oh. am i like the ninth person you've texted today that like you really can't find someone and my friend was like seriously please i was like okay fine i'll do it and so i went and i did it and i um wanted to be the nice judge i we had a conversation do i get to be the nice judge or the mean judge my simon cowell like on what scale and they told me that i had to be the mean judge so when people kept um breaking the rules i was the one who had to like bring the hammer i literally found myself telling college men to stop pulling things out of their pants and (laughs) throwing it into the audience there was the caveat that maybe i would have been okay them in their pants but not pulling things out but the throwing it into the audience is really where i felt i had to draw a firm line and i was booed by over 900 people oh my god who thought i was the asshole and i was like no you are the assholes stop breaking the rules but i'm such a rule follower that I think that's why I got to play backup, but it was fucking awful. I once did a comedy show in a bar where um, one of the comics took bread out of her bra and threw it. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like the, I like the commitment to like the bit. Like, I do, I do like that. Um, but to like anaconda, like I don't need a banana like hurling towards me. Like it's not, it's not fun for me. I'm too old for this bullshit. The girls, though, the 18 year old girls thought it was fucking amazing, and I was like, stop it now, stop with the bananas, keep it in your pants, or just like don't. But whoa, okay. it was awful. Oh. It was awful. Did it make work awkward? Uh, no. I there's so many people that like I couldn't even tell you if I ever spoke to like any of those guys again. Um, they didn't mention it. If I had (laughs) run into them in real life after that experience, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who it was, but it was, it was awful. But I think judges, I would assume again, because it gets back to me being a rule follower and wanting like fairness. Like if I'm going to a comedy show, like it would, or a competition, like, I don't know. It'd be like. Oh, I don't know. That one reminded me of my Aunt Susie. So 10 points. I'd be like, who the fuck's Aunt Susie? Like, get out of here. Stop wasting my time. Uh, but, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so we don't have a podcast without an animal sound. We, it could be the chickens. It could be a kitten. I don't know why you want in here, because the minute I let him in here, he's going to claw you. It's going to be a situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We don't have insurance for, like... <laughs> Animals attacking our guests. I'd like to file a claim. Yeah, kitten attack. Kitten. I mean, I don't want to say he's ruthless, but like, I got bit twice today, and I'm like, that's not nice. Like, it's not like you're clawing up me. It's just like, oh, I'm petting you, and now you're biting me. It's just problematic. And I get like kittens. I think kittens. There's instances, and I saw it twice today when I was getting mauled by the kitten, where I see their evolution of like a wild line of them like stalking each other and like playing but i was sitting on a chair minding my own business trying to watch tv and i was attacked not once but twice so really i think the safest podcast we could do is with an animal free zone (laughs) for for harry's sake i mean i just feel bad 
I think we have the nicest studio. Have you ever had to walk by a clean pile of clothes? <laughs> he ha- I didn't want him to duck. I'm not sure if my chonies are out there. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. He almost hit his head coming through the door. I, oh, shit. I yeah. Have... Oh, man. T- not tall guy friendly. Not, no. Not tall guy. We're not used to it. We just walk right under. I'm like um, a fucking hobbit. Like, I just, I move around here without an issue. It's almost like it's been constructed by you <laughs> for you. <laughs> Maybe you in mind. Yeah, exactly. You were trying to um, hang something yesterday Fuck we you. had to have a conversation about eye lines of your height <laughs> versus the average guest we might have in our home and so do you know all the, so all the stuff were all low it was real low <laughs> she was leaning it against the couch i was like it's four feet off the ground no i mean is this for the nieces like what height is this being hung for but the, i started really high and I, she's like no it's eye line you idiot and i'm like oh, i don't know I mean, but it was about 30 minutes. It was probably... And the picture isn't hung. No, you gave up. I don't know if it was the heckling, heckling or the tools. It was you... the Instagram story of the motherfucker. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is this is here. This is happening. It was so funny. I was... I didn't help. At no point offered to help. I stood back, laughed, and photographed the entire thing to put on Instagram. Yeah. Which I think is... You know, what I bring to my friend group is like, I'll document it. I might be mediocre, helpful in handling whatever the situation is, but I'll take some photos. They'll be pics. Oh, yeah. I mean, pics well, are somebody has to document the entire occasion. Thank you. Yeah. That is that is how I feel. Well, somebody needs, somebody's going to look for the evidence. Yes. Of and every meal. Well, it's going <laughs> to live on the internet forever. Oh, and I mean, horrible. I think if people are wondering, you know, How's Tamara doing? How much cheese has she had today? Is she happy, sad, living her best life? Let's look to Instagram and let's see. Roll the clip. I like to, like, chide you about it, but I actually, on your birthday dinner, the next morning, I was like, ooh, I wonder what Tamara had. Yeah. I don't even know if I posted a pic, but you were kind of like, hey, like, what'd you, what'd you end up doing? I was like, see? I've cultivated my audience. <laughs> they don't know they need it, but they're hooked. Well, and she'll even take pictures of food I cook, which is food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of that, like, evidence of if, if, if there was an investigation to what went wrong there. I mean, I think it's helpful to have photos of it was hamburger. It was maybe cooked. <laughs> from, there was cheese involved. From this store at this time. Yeah, yeah, manufactured yeah. Manufactured by this person. Yeah, just so there's, you know, a real good list of those to hold accountable oh <laughs> uh, i do love instagram food though oh my god yeah it'll make me hungry well i mean i think it's you know in moderation like all good things no. <laughs> do not smoke then go lay in bed no and just see what happens <laughs> oh my god cut like cake cutting shit oh that's good stuff <laughs> have you ever seen them just like just cut cake no. Were you watching this to prep for your wedding? Why were you? No, no, I messed that fucking thing up. Uh, <laughs> you acted surprised when I told you you were supposed to do it together. You were kind of like stiff-armed well, her out of the way and we're just going to cut yourself a piece of pie. <laughs> and then we didn't have the utensils, so like to feed each other, I just took my finger. I'm like, here, improvise. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think the room knew what was happening. Anyhow. <laughs> I mean, I was walking up with to tell people, but you were... Just oh, so, you, yeah, you were I was trying to do my job of that. Oh. I was the MC of their reception, oh. so I was doing my due diligence. I was walking. Maybe I should have ran. It happened so fast. <laughs> I was trying, but uh, 
Yeah. Oh, boy. I was like, somebody get some silverware. And you were like, we got this. And I was like, do we? <laughs> do we have it? I don't know. My favorite Instagram videos are when they're like building shit. Or like slowly taking it, like cutting cake. You got it's. It's like Instagram porn. It's really nice. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wait, wait. Does Instagram have porn? No. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're a PG thirteen. I don't think they even like the nipple being out there in the world. Yeah. I, oh. Yeah. They they really hammer down on the nipple. Yeah. They're. Let me ask you this: How many Instagram hoes do you get in your DMs? Mm. Like not real ones, but like. Weird ones from Russia. Oh, I get about four or five a week. Wow. Okay, yeah. he, I was a little worried because I get about four or five a month, and I'm like, "Is are my numbers like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay?" Well, I had a problem where I got one of like the you know take off my pants, you know, Billy two four seven whoever it is, but the picture kind of looked like my ex from high school, and I was like, "Is this is this actually somebody I know?" <laughs> I didn't click on it because I kept reading, but I was like. <laughs> how how low the, the mighty have fallen, perhaps. Uh, but then it wasn't with someone else. But it looked just enough. And it's such a small thumbnail. <laughs> You're like, really I have to got open this. Is I, this Sam? Right. <laughs> Jeremy, what's happening? From <laughs> AP Chem? What? <laughs> I like you think I took AP Chem. That's oh. so nice. <laughs> I so didn't. I did not either. <laughs> I'd be an engineer if I could pass math. <laughs> I actually took uh, physics with my younger brother in oh. high school. <laughs> And that was both fun and humbling. Um, he got he got a better grade than me, which is which is fine. But it was also really annoying because they're doing attendance, so they're going through by last name. So they call my brother; he's not there. They call my name, and they're like, "Where's your brother?" And I'm like, "Why the fuck would I know? I'm here. He's someplace else. Like I don't know. I mean, we have cell phones, but like, it's not like he's gonna hit me back like ten minutes late to to you know." Physics, hold down the fort. Like, that's not my job. <laughs> no concern in your voice. No, no. like, no, where is he? No. <laughs> that's he's, mom and dad's problem at three. Like, he's fine. Yeah. He's someplace. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. So you're on the road a lot. As a comedian, you would be on the road a lot. You drive to a lot of gigs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you heard of... Why am I afraid? <laughs> the anal RV game. Whoa. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> I had neither. She had to teach me this game as well. <laughs> Anal RV. No, I don't Okay. Do We're going to ruin recreation vehicles for you forever. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> but it brings us endless joy. And we hope that if we're ever famous, that is the one thing. We are famous for just because I want her mom to read in the newspaper. <laughs> anal RV. <laughs> Tamra of anal RV fame. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be merch. It's going to be like my family wearing it at Christmas. I mean, it's just going to be like the cousin's going to put their kids in it. It's going to be Prowler. I mean, it's just going to be bad. So every RV you see, you put the word anal in front of the title. Okay. So like it's anal Prowler, mm. anal Prospector. So, <laughs> one of my favorites is still anal surveyor. Oh god! I mean, that still holds up. Anal fury. Ooh, that was a good one. We literally are I these real RVs. Oh yes, oh yes. they are. We literally googled the top ten best-selling RV names, and yeah. those are what popped up. <laughs> I literally just had a friend text me yesterday of like, thinking of you, hope you're having a good day. And it was a picture of an RV and it just said Prowler. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep. Our number one, people are actually writing in as their um, RV name, their anal RV name. Our number one like fan is Anal Stacy. <laughs> 
and I only know her as Anal Spacey. <laughs> There's been photos that has been sent to us. It's been clearly documented, and it makes me so oh, happy. Yeah. Sounds like a uh, website porn name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah what is. if we just bought it, like gave it a dark background, like that really cheesy 80s text, and then just put like shots of anal <laughs> travel trips? <laughs> Already edited it, so the anal's in it. It's a little bit weird, because I saw one, I don't know if it was Prowler or Fury, but there was, like, two really angry eyes, <laughs> like, above it, and I was like, why are you so mad? Like, what are you, like, looking into my soul right now, anal Prowler? Like, what's happening? Oh, there's, it's so amazing. The next time you travel, you gotta do it. It actually doesn't get old, because you see the same tin over and over again, and then, yeah, like, right now, we gra- gravitate to more aggressive anal names, like, yeah. Fury and torque and like <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like there's a good like trailblazer. I mean like there's some less aggressive, but but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It really cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Um but, man. I always um as you're traveling, staying in a lot of hotels, I wonder if you have any horror stories or good stories from hotels. When I was a kid, my mom actually just reminded me this the other day. I dreamed of like living in hotels, like not having a home and only living in hotels because I hate picking up my own laundry. And for some reason in my mind, I thought like all hotels like picked up my own like butler, which isn't true. Um, But that was always, always my dream. Do you have any good downhill fast stories or fun stories of traveling on the road with hotels? No, I don't think I have any. More importantly, would you travel with a blue light? (laughs) <laughs> I mean sometimes I mean because I'm so cheap oh god maybe I should oh geez. I've got a policy now where I don't um where I don't go to a, a hotel that's less than a hundred bucks mm. because that seems to be my the bare minimum for quality mm. and uh the reason for that was a hotel in you know western Washington and uh it was like 68 bucks a, a night and uh they tell you to drive around back oh god <laughs> oh no i'm out i'm out and i and i go back and park back there and the entire mm. parking lot just smells like pee oh no and i was like yeah this is and uh the <laughs> the door uh so i opened the door and the uh the latch, the little chain latch was already broken off and I was like, Oh man. Oh no. This is a murder room. <laughs> this is not a this is not a good night's sleep room. This is a <laughs> There are gonna be some ghosts. You're not, this is gonna be a restful night of sleep. Oh my God. I would be so paranoid. There's a haunting around the corner. Oh, one time uh one time I did the San Francisco competition. Oh yeah, okay. And uh I was I was staying in this hotel somewhere near uh, San Francisco, and uh, I, I I go to dinner, come back, and there's CSI in the in the room next to me. They're putting things in bags. And oh stuff. no! Oh god! And I was like, I didn't hear a crime last <laughs> night. That was a silent crime. Oh, but oh, it looked no. it, it, it looked like like something serious was going on. Like. Where they had the the paper bags oh. for evidence and stuff. Oh no! <laughs> and, and I never knew what they uh, did, but I was like, I'm never coming back to this hotel again. <laughs> okay, no. so this CSI is, a- <laughs> is always dead stuff, right? Uh, 
First off, not just a TV show. No, I'm learning things. This is real. <laughs> yeah, it could be. A, it could be any violent crime. It could have been a fight. Could have yeah. been violent. A robbery. Be yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, something, yeah, something's, something's gone down. And you just stayed there that night. Like, I wonder. Yeah. I'd- <laughs> I mean, I did, I did hear like you know, like when you're staying in the hotel, you okay. hear people like moving about. You hear them move their uh, luggage and stuff. So that's what I kind of thought I heard, but it didn't seem like something violent enough to see us. I would show up. <laughs> Less but, criminal, pretty yeah, normal, yeah. normal things. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, I mean, I part of me would be fascinated, but so terrified. Like I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep. A wall. I, I wouldn't yeah. sleep. Either. Although you might have gone in and be like, "I got to review my jokes." <laughs> you know, I could do a five minute on local stuff tomorrow. Like, oh, CSI. You know, they don't look like they do on TV. <laughs> I feel like that's the case, though. I've only been to LA a couple of times, but I feel like. The people that even have as extras on TV, I'm like, that's not a real person. That's a model. Like that's that's not real. And I think the the more um, people don't age is the more I'm like, oh, this is more and more like LA. Like uh-huh. I just had somebody I saw on social media that was like, has this person aged? And they did a photo of like them from ten years ago and then from now, and they look fucking like the exact same. And they were like, vampire question mark? And I was like, I don't know if you should take this like public on social media. I think you should keep this to yourself. I would pay money not to age. Like, I won't wear makeup questionable with sunscreen. Although I'm learning anti-aging. All right. Uh, But yeah, I would pay money not to age. I mean, I think there's some... uh... Do you want to live forever? No, I just want to look good until the day I die. (laughs) See, yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea. I mean, I I feel like there's some... uh, like I don't know like bragging rights from like aging as far as like scars or stuff well yeah I mean I'm gonna walk out of having lived in this house with my like kitten scars as like (laughs) battle wounds of like I've lived (laughs) I've lived a life and they'll be like oh what happened I'm like two kittens I mean (laughs) same time it was it was crazy Uh, yeah Mm. but Mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna ask yeah also your professional opinion on something. Okay. A friend of mine has done two open mics in her lifetime and has just been asked to be an opening act for someone coming to, to town. And she has said, yes. So my question to you is like, what do you kind of oh, look man. for in like an opening <laughs> act? What should she like? She, Cause she tried to ask me of like, what do I do or not do? And I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. My friend, I'm so sorry. So when oh. I knew you were coming, I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to ask him if he has any, Tips or tricks or things to like totally do or please, totally like never. Please say it flash in your mind not to take the five minutes. Did she, um, so she's only done two open mics ever. Ever. Nah, she should probably hand that off to somebody else. It's probably. I the, can let her know. It's probably the best thing she should do. Because um, I think what they did, and this is maybe, I don't know. I'd have to ask. But I think the booking person was like. It's a female comedy, like comedian coming in to be the headliner. And I think they're like, have we seen any women do stand up in this town? Like, what do we what do we do? And she is a woman. And so she yeah. I think they were like, oh, you're a woman. You've been on stage twice. Hop on up and Man, and that, open. Because I don't know like what like what to to encourage her to do or not do or unless she's like a prodigy or, mm. or something. Uh, I feel like this could be the moment that could break her as a comedian 
Because if you are too, uh, if if you're too young, too you know, too inexperienced, and you get that that, well, what they kind of say is a big break. Mm. It it and if it goes wrong, mm-hmm. then you have a tendency to then go, well, I'm never doing that again, mm. because you don't even understand uh, that you're going to have bad shows. Uh, or that, you know, not every audience is going to get you. Yeah. And when you don't even have enough jokes to kind of uh, work your way around mm. um, those obstacles, you, you're just kind of looking for, um, you, you're just kind of going head on to disaster and, and you're not really, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Polished or have an act even, yeah. Yeah, you, you, have, you have no... You know, two open mics, you're still kind of just playing around. You're yeah. still just kind of like up there trying to even figure out like, oh, am I going to be a mic in the stand comic or am I going to be a mic out of the stand comic? Like yeah. the little things like that, you're still trying to figure out. So I, you know, you know but I, I, I get it. You know, as soon as you start doing comedy, uh, nobody wants to, to do the steps. Everybody just wants to, all right, I've. Touch the mic, and now I want to get paid, or now I want to start doing shows. So, I mean, I never tried to tell people not to do things, but man, that's that can that could really mess you up, um, self esteem wise. Yeah, because I know if I when I first started out and I went to a real show with what I was doing, my first couple uh, open mics, and it didn't go well, I would probably never done it again. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a comedian. We There was an event on the college campus kind of nearby, and it was like a dinner. And so they wanted to have a comedian come in and do stand up during dinner. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a teacher kind of by nature, and I found myself like shushing <laughs> people, which is like maybe rude, but I had a couple drinks, so I was like. <laughs> Shameless, and I was like, "Shh, like there's a comedian," <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't want to say he, he bombed, uh, but he bombed, and mm-hmm. I only feel comfortable saying that because he afterwards sat back down and wrote, um, "Just bomb so hard, people are checking in on Facebook is safe," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> so then my whole table. We were all staff, and we felt obligated to be like, oh, no, man, like, you were so funny. You were so great. And I'm, like, two tables over from him. So I did. I hit him up on Twitter. I was like, oh, no, like, we were laughing really hard. We thought you were so funny. And he looked over, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're that one table that was laughing. And I was like, hi. So we went over, and we said hi, and kind of like, but he'd, he'd done a ton. Like, he was a pro, so, like, he didn't, he wasn't bothered. He didn't. Care. I'm sure it he still no- remembers that night, though. Oh, you don't, I, you don't forget. Easy. I would, I would imagine. He literally was like, "Oh, this is so rough." And there was someone <laughs> off stage who was like giving him the like, "You can stop at any time." Like <laughs> throat cut motion, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna sit in it." And he sat down on the stage and like just started talking to him. Was like. So guys, like, how's that? How's that hummus? And we're just like, oh, oh man. man! And we're like hummus, ah, you know, like from the back of the room, trying to like give him something, some energy or anything. And man. but I do think it's something of 
I've been to, you know, some stand up where it's like the whole the whole night, like every comedian like really hits. And then I've been to other nights where some hit and some don't or one where one guy real, really bombed. But like, I mean, (laughs) I fangirled in the cub. I'm losing my voice. Great. Um, (laughs) When I walked by Josh Blue. Oh, he was yeah. just sitting in a coffee shop. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really even, I couldn't even tell you a Josh Blue joke. But I I really went like, oh, I love your comedy. And are you headed up north next? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Looked at me like, this is my quiet time. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something interesting. I've seen... Like, on the college campus, I've seen comedians with, like, an audience of, like, 18 and, like, an audience of, like, 900. And it can be good and bad, like, either direction. Uh, But it's always so interesting, like, the the openers that do walk out into a smaller audience than perhaps what they had anticipated or were thinking. And um, my favorite comedian today, he walked out an opener and he was like, whoa, big crowd. And we were like, (laughs) what the fuck? There's like 18 people, and I was like, well played, sir. I really, I appreciate that. I'm trying to think back how long it took me to get a five-minute set, and I was more on the ran-ahead-of-talent side of things, but I think it took me like four months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she's she's pretty, um, she's running into danger. I mean, I think... Like, my experience of stand-up is substitute teaching, where <laughs> I got nothing to say or, like, nothing nothing to do, and I just got, like, 34 teenagers staring at me, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I could I could tell some jokes here. I mean, I've got <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, and that that's always an entertaining place for me, at least. Sometimes the students are like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Um, but that would be... Uh, the closest I've ever come to like an open open mic, even I've done no stand up. Yeah. But I, I hope Kevin Hart comes out with a cane the next stand up special. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. I just be like, I just hope he comes out with a cane, and the whole thing is about how getting old is hard. Like I just T one T two fucking fuse. Maybe. It'd be a cool cane though. It would be a cool cane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The cane would probably have a film crew. (laughs) (laughs) It's own like entourage rolling out. Oh man, I keep going to his Instagram to like see if he's like I won't follow him. That's not, that's not <laughs> one step too far. He's a once a week thought like, "Oh, I wonder if he's posted something like on a like a balance ball or something like that." Um, You're really in it for the rehab, I guess, on that social well, media. My, my mom has two titanium necks. She's been fused twice and they replaced wow. the hardware. And she's all told, I think about 12 discs. Like and some don't even have vertebral like things you know those like things. it's too sciencey let's move on <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow and when kevin hart got hurt and i was glad that he was okay i texted her and i was like pussy <laughs> 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 he's maybe had like four fused discs like mom you've had two new necks like this guy should be calling you for pt advice you know what i mean, I mean that pt life am i right <laughs> i'm like he's rich he's going to a dedicated rehab facility she's like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always, I've only done PT a couple of times, but my my trick was always see what I had to say to try and get in the hot tub. <laughs> they kept putting me in the fucking 
cold tub, and I'm like, damn it, I've, I've said something wrong. And one time I found one of the uh, football players was in the hot tub. I was like, you have to tell me what you said to get into that hot tub. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, I got tackled real hard over here. And I was like, no, 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 like, it's other words. I can't tell if I got tackled <laughs> on the 50-yard line. They're going to know I'm lying. Uh, but yeah, so PT, I mean, it's the struggle's real. I, I get it, but yeah. hopefully it's he he gets better and I would love to see the cane. I'd love to see that that whole bit. Yeah. Well at least he's got a new like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well he can keep going off this podcast of the cold tub because I'm sure he could just do PT and then jump in the co- the ice bath <laughs> and just oh. film a couple of those episodes. Is it a podcast? Oh, yeah. Or is it more YouTube, like a vlog? YouTube it's, channel? Yeah it's it, I've seen it on YouTube. YouTube yeah. yeah. Hmm. Ser- no picture has come out of him from him from like when since the picture the the the, it, the accidents happened. Yeah, you would have thought by now. Hasn't it been like two weeks ago? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. thought he would have already like posted something. I would know. I spent five minutes a week on it. <laughs> You're checking in, checking up. <laughs> Not even his wife has posted anything. Oh, like wow. I've done a deep fucking dive. Wow. Two whole people. You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, now he's going to get sued because the car didn't have safety features in it. Who's he getting sued by? Probably the people that also got injured. Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't know. It, there was a, That was my five-minute check this week was that he's wow. going to get sued because it didn't have safety features. So he's going to sue the car company. And I thought, thank God, like, I didn't have very many friends in high school. Because <laughs> I drove me some shitty-ass cars. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, they took a risk. You should have had, like, liability waivers before they got in. <laughs> Jennifer, real quick, just sign this. I know we got places to go. That movie's starting in 15, but I'm going to need you. Quick autograph on this so I'm not liable in case we all die in a fiery car crash. <laughs> uh, so true. And I only joke tell that joke because her car has caught on fire, not once, oh my. but twice. I had two different cars, and they both caught on fire. Good gracious. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things is to buy a shitty car and put full coverage on it. <laughs> I did that. I did that with my uh, 1999 uh, Honda Accord, and I had like over 290,000 miles oh on it. Goodness. I swear to God, I could like kick it, and I would have totaled that car. I mean, I had a when I was trying to sell it, and I did turn it in, uh, trade it in for $250 to the dealership. Ooh. So suck that. Um, but my friend was like, you could literally like hit a lamppost and total your car like it wouldn't take much to total it <laughs> and i was like i know i just feel bad i can't maliciously do it it's gonna have to happen naturally like hit a bird or something <laughs> i had a 1979 chevy love had a great stance oh like cult classic car bought it for a grand i bought my car for a grand in a walmart parking lot <laughs> <laughs> nope took a turn I, it, and we called it wally <laughs> because i bought it in a walmart parking lot Driving, when we're picking it up, the guy's like, what you going to do with it? I'm like, oh, I'm going to restore it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, how you getting it home? Oh, I'm driving it. <laughs> it was 90 miles from where I live. And he goes, oh, you're dr- driving it? <laughs> and I was like, he goes, how fast do you have to go? And I was like, mm, 65 at times. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, you go over 45 miles per hour, it's going to feel like pre-flight. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't sure the brakes like worked, but hell, it's a Chevy Love. And so I drove it home. I put hours upon hours. That car stranded me so many times. I even, 
because priorities, instead of putting a new carburetor in it, I had the um, bench seat reupholstered. Of course, of course. <laughs> and so I have this car. It looks cool, even like in its patinaed shape. Like I get compliments on it. Not necessarily when I'm on the side of the road, more like. <laughs> <laughs> you parked it someplace? I'm parking someplace, and like young guys would be like, oh, I want that truck. And I'm like, Ew. please start, please start, please start. <laughs> they're not walking away fast enough. You're worried they're going to watch your car not start. <laughs> But then I like I decide, okay, it's raining and my Chevy Love is gonna do work, right? It's not really a work truck. No. So I had to go haul some wood. It's raining. My windshield wipers don't work. Okay. And I'm like, God damn it, the fuse, tube fuse oh, keeps no. blowing. Didn't have another one. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna put a screw. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuse would be, keep that power going. <laughs> Go in the house to grab my jacket. Come back out. Car's on fire. Oh, my God. I mean, you're lucky it's raining, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been worse. (laughs) The fire department comes. I'm, like, trying to save my beloved. So, like, I almost get smoke inhalation. I had to lay down and was, like, seeing black spots. Wow. And, like, oh, it was, it was, but anyhow. And so, yeah, that was my Chevy Love. And then we were driving and we're headed up skiing. And we had hit a deer the previous weekend. <laughs> Took it to the auto shop. And they're like, oh, just drive it. We'll get you in in like three weeks. Didn't realize that some um, wires were damaged. Oh, no. Car catches on fire. I'm driving at like 60 miles an hour. Smoke's coming out. And I'm like, fuck. And so I just pulled over into the next like place I could pull over, which happened to be a gas station and parked at the pump. No. Nope. <laughs> you're lucky you're alive. <laughs> this is no open flame. You drove a car on fire up to a pump. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even get to ski that day. Then I was like, well, it costs like $400 for a tow. There's no way that catches on fire again. Drove it home. <laughs> You, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. I don't know a lot about cars, but you decided to roll the dice that the that you were figuring the only thing that could catch on fire had already caught on fire, and you thought roll the dice, this thing's gonna go. Oh yeah, buddy. We already had the fire extinguisher out. Like we had it at the ready. We're like we're ready for anything. People, people were with you in the car. Oh yeah, we didn't buckle our seatbelts. Like this is not our first rodeo. It's to not jump out of the car lots. if the car's on fire. Yeah, you don't want to be in a situation. You know what I mean? Like I could break the windows. In fact, one window was down for like <laughs> we got to do this. Was there a conversation in case the car rolled which way you thought would be up, or you were just like it's probably fire? Well, probably. I was more like just sniffing around because it's weird. Once there's electrical fire, I would know it stays in your nose. (laughs) So you can't tell (laughs) if If it's it's a new fire or the old fire fire or old fire. Like you just don't know where you're at on the spectrum. And so like I had my eyes like a hawk, like on the hood. I was still driving, not the best choice. Uh, Idaho. (laughs) And um, we made it home. They totaled the car. (laughs) <laughs> Thank God you're fully insured and you all survived. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. That Chevy Love, though, I put like five grand into it. Wow. Stranded me another ten times. So I was like, you know, this. I had to call like into sick one, work sick one day, and I was like, this is not 
okay now. You know what I mean? And so I sold it, put five grand into it. I sold it for a whopping two grand. Oh, no. That truck was such bad luck. The body was pristine. The guy was loading it in my driveway. Thank God I had cash in hand. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't start pushing, pushing and winching this car. Forgot to shut the door and just crunches one of the doors backwards. I'm like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) See you never. (laughs) Oh, that's a, that's a demon in that car. That car uh-huh. is possessed. That is, that is bad luck. <laughs> and not wise money. <laughs> no. The fiance or the wife, whatever you want to call it, ball and chain, she um <laughs> she wants a um muscle car. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling her that story and she's not like she's not deterred. And I'm like <sighs> two yeah, grand, five grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And she doesn't even drive a stick. Like I'm like, you do not want to learn on a forty thousand dollar muscle car. No, we that we this, don't have a garage for. Yeah, we <laughs> had this conversation about like what car do you want to learn to drive on, and like what car do you not want to learn to drive a stick on. And the answer is not a nice one. I mean, I, <laughs> I heard the best answer this week. It was on a podcast, a rental car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the perfect answer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's mean. And I like it. Yeah, it's mean exactly. and I like it. <laughs> Joke's on us. Her old car, her car, it was a rental car. She bought it from her. She's like, I know how to shop. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> no, your car has lived a life. That's yeah. when you need a blue light. You should probably <laughs> check all them seats. That back seat is glowing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, have you never thought about that? No. Why? You look so surprised. That was oh, my first well, thought. And then the seats recline. The oh, back yeah. seats. <laughs> yeah, they people have fucked on the back seat. <laughs> oh, like a hundred percent. Oh, I gotta break her the news. Oh yeah. my gosh. Maybe you just subtly drop it in a conversation. She'll listen to the podcast, maybe. Pimp Smack makes her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you buy it and they're just like handprints on windows. <laughs> Somebody's been here before. I don't know Is if I'd like, want to do that. The handprints on windows? Is it a clean thing for you? What do you? I don't know. It's just like people know thing for me. Uh-huh. That's too upfront. <laughs> I, I just think it was like sensationalized and Titanic. It probably doesn't live up to real world experiences. I mean, they all died horribly. So, like, <laughs> and you know that raft was big enough for two. Like, don't get me started. Mythbusters even did a thing on that. It was big enough for two. Of course it was. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up Titanic. I have to go on a fucking boat ride in three weeks. <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, that's your honeymoon. That'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah, and it's Hawaii. It's, like, plenty of warm water. You're not going to hit an iceberg in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, if you do, that's that's climate change for you. <laughs> that would be, I'd be so pissed. I'm in Hawaii. It's like, a goddamn iceberg? Fuck you. Pink? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a walrus? What is that? <laughs> Honey, get the binoculars. we got to figure out what that is on that iceberg. <laughs> Well, she wants to. She, we got this boat ride where you walk off the back and you snorkel. Yeah, and I'm like, baby, I can't. I can't do the helicopter ride. They can't hear that, but we sure as fuck can. <laughs> sure as fuck can. Uh, I, I, uh, my brother wants to get a puppy. Like this is what's happening right now in my life. Stop it! <laughs> I even shut the motherfucker and turn the sound off, guys. I don't know. It's fine. We can't handle it. Uh, so we have to like suavely walk off the back of the boat, of course, in snorkel. 
And I was like, baby, I'll do the helicopter ride. You know, the one where they play Jurassic Park music. I've done the it. The helicopter's I told you. like this big. No, I told you it's amazing. I've done it. The pilot's like, oh, this is one of my fifth tequila. Like, I just, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But I was like, I'll do it if you want to, baby. <clears throat> you know? And she was like, I'm getting older. I can't really die. <laughs> and so she like backed herself out of it in the worst case scenario and I didn't have to do any convincing. So now we're on this boat ride, which I'm going to have to fucking take Dramamine for. I get horribly seasick. She really does. We're going to see turtles and like dolphins and shit like that. Well, I'll probably be feeding them. And, but then <laughs> with my throw up, <laughs> they're, they're trailing behind you. <laughs> I think Rihanna's been here. One starts to swim like this after a while because let's be honest, half alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had a Mai Tai. <laughs> and she's like super stoked about it. And then I'm, I've got to like step off those stairs and be like suave in Hawaii. And I don't necessarily, first off, think I'm going to request a floaty. You said that could happen. You can ask for a floaty. <laughs> Second off, I'm going to talk to the guy looking at the radar for the sharks. I'm just going to make sure he's coherent. He's well fed. I'm going to make sure he doesn't need coffee. I'm going to be like, listen, can I slip you an extra 50 just to like keep him further away? Like, I don't. No. And then I've got to like go in there and take pictures and be all fun loving. And yeah. I don't know that I can do it. <laughs> I, I feel like you're going to also potentially would be the person that would fall off the boat. Because you know that when you go, <laughs> you go down those stairs, you're wearing slippers. No, you're not. Wait. Yeah. Because oh. you're snorkeling. I thought you were just barefoot. Like, no, oh, they're going to give you flippers. Motherfucker. So you're kind of like full penguin, you know, <laughs> like high knee in it. And I always have thought, my brother and I, because we've gone snorkeling a couple of times, um, once in Hawaii and once in the Caribbean, and we thought we just were supposed to go over the side, like a couple of Navy SEALs. <laughs> so we were like, no, let's do this thing. Uh, and then the, it's like the captain knew. He was like, um, I'm sorry, but we're all taking the stairs. And we're like, yeah, huh? We're like watching him, like waiting for him to like turn around so we can like fold Navy SEALs back off the boat. Um, yeah, no, you're flipping flipping down that walkway damn there. It. Oh, I can't do it. I'm not going to be swapped. No, I think you biff it. Plus, because we were watching a video of what it was and it was like, you know, not a production one. So it was like something, you know, a user did. And then my oh-so-observant wife looks down to the bottom left corner, and there's just a guy laying on the couch going, ugh. <laughs> and you can see him in frame, and she's like, look at that pussy! And I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But I think it would be such a fun honeymoon for you. I think, you know, have a great time. <laughs> I'll be here with all the animals. So. I'm going to come back 10 pounds heavier and with like mercury levels that probably aren't healthy. <laughs> oh, this tuna came from Japan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. I think live your best life. <laughs> a poke bowl. I'm really excited about a poke bowl and I'm excited about getting like um, seafood out of what you would never eat in the States. Like, you know, the chicken strips from like the IGA. You're like, mm. That was 12 hours ago. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about getting like pokey from that kind of situation. I'm very excited to have you back from your honeymoon and <laughs> to hear, hear how it goes for you. Your wall, your bedroom shares a wall with a bathroom. So you're going to hear <laughs> the recovery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's going to be great. I get horrible anxiety. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to fly? Because like, I don't know. I don't think I can fly with weed. And then I'm like, but it's a legal state to a legal state, so I'm going to just risk it with the CBD. They're, 
They're going to take it from me at the airport. No, they're not. A hundred percent. I have flown with fingernail clippers before. I'm that kind of rebel. <laughs> I didn't even sneak them. They didn't even notice. Like, I mean, I maybe have uh, had a buddy of mine traveled and we flew, I think, to Cali and we were coming back and she had a pocket knife. Oh. Um, and so they're like, oh, my God, your pocket knife. Uh, you can't fly with this. And they're like, well, I flew down here. And they're like, fair enough. And I was like, is that the explanation you need? It's not my first flight today, folks. Like, let's just stop trying to be so important. It's going to be fine. But I do think um, I'm I'm convinced, and maybe this isn't real, that TSA is going to take shit that they want. Oh, hell yeah. Like, they're going to take weed. <laughs> for sure but and not it's not CBD. gonna get long. that's like the lame version of weed it's like oh you have an anxiety problem you know what I mean <laughs> nah and I think with like one in three Americans having anxiety there's a good chance that TSA agent's like sweet this is what I, this saves me a trip to the this store $45 for two weeks awesome <laughs> yeah they're taking that for sure uh, we should we should bet something cause I bet you they take it I bet you they don't okay so what's the bet what's loser have to do oh yeah Hmm. We're the worst at this. You'll have to help us. We do all these competitions. And I always win. She's not won yet. She's never won. I made this woman drink a year's worth of 80 ounces of water every day Mm -hmm. (laughs) up until my wedding. And we're continuing it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we have to pee a lot. Yeah. I mean, I I feel better. I think my skin's better. I think it's cleared up. I did 60 ounces between one and three. There was a couple nights ago when I drove to the West Side for a concert, um, and I didn't want to drink a bunch of water before a six-hour drive, so I had drank no water, and I got to my parents' house at about 8.30, and I drank 80 ounces of water between 8.30 and bed. Yeah. We take it seriously, although neither of us has paid up on the consequence yet. I have to do a a float deprivation tank. Have you done it? Oh, no. Oh, it's a sensory deprivation, yeah. Yeah. I'm claustrophobic. So. Oh, it's a punishment. <laughs> She's not meant to like it. <laughs> and then I lost the water challenge because the day before my wedding, I did not drink enough water. And so I was like, listen, when we go up to Spokane, because we never set terms, you can pick anything that doesn't involve my hair. And then she's like, I've threatened to like cut her hair or straighten, straighten her my hair. And she doesn't. <laughs> like and it. then she's like, cool. And then I was like, oh, and one more thing. I can't feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> She's like, cool. Like, what? when does this shit stop? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I can't feel uncomfortable in any situation whatsoever. My anxiety can't be above a six. But let's do this. Yeah. Our friend was like, loser has to pierce their nipple. Oh. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I mean, I haven't, I haven't lost yet, but I was like, I can't, I can't do that. So there's been some things thrown out that it's like, that's not. Shave an eyebrow, but it's not really fair to her because I don't really have eyebrows. To <laughs> you would really notice one of these caterpillars like, not here. And no one would be like, oh, fashion statement. They'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, Although half of mine realize it's fall because these, this part's getting darker and this part's like, oh, what? Summer. It's yeah. still summer. I don't know where. We should try and figure something out to do one of your punishments for Spokane when he's in town because that would be fun. Yeah, because we're going up to you when you do your set. Yeah, that would be fun. We're going to bring a crew. Hopefully, you won't have to yell at us. Hope you don't have to do any crowd work towards (laughs) anything in my table. But you never know. I shush people. There will be nobody being rude at my table. I took a date to an open mic once. Satter at a table, like you should know society norms, like we're fine. <laughs> and went up and did my set, 
And then I was, well, no, I was waiting to do my set. And she was heckling the comedians on stage mm-hmm. to the point where somebody had to say something to her. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> it was no, so awful. Man. It was so awful. No. And she, yeah, it was so awful. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just like, I get really, really embarrassed when other people are being rude around me. It. it could be yeah. to waiters. It could be to anybody. Yeah. And I am very upset about it. And so I, I'm, I lock that shit a down. I mean, it's, it's a balance because, like, I feel like, especially a comedy show, like, you can drink, you have a good time, you can, like, eat, but, like, you can't be an asshole. Like, there's there's some limits. You know, don't throw up inside. I mean, there's just some rules <laughs> that I try to make people follow. What's your worst heckler? Have you ever had a heckler that you were just like, jeez? Uh, no. I've, I've had a guy um when i first started i did a did a, a bit on walmart and he got really mad <laughs> and uh he said i can't remember what he said and uh all i my reply was just i i wasn't even thinking cuz i'm not really a good uh i'm not really good at replying to yep. hecklers so I was like, do you have stock in Walmart? You're really <laughs> angry, man. And I got a big laugh, and that made him, he seemed to, like, kind of yeah. sink in his seat. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so that's why people like going at hecklers. It's a great feeling yeah, it is. when you can say something and it and it works out. But I'm always afraid that I'm going to say something and it's either too mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I just go overboard and everybody's like, oh, my God, why would you say that about his mom? Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, I, or I say something that's not funny. You know, because if someone's heckling you, you're supposed to be the... the you got to win. Yeah. There's no scenario to, yeah. where you don't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, if you don't win, then the, I think the crowd just goes, hey, why are we... Why are we listening to him? We listen to that guy in the yeah, audience. Yeah. And it seems like it's always a risk. Like I uh, always really enjoy when a comedian will shut down a heckler from stage because a lot of it is things I've been thinking right. about, but they're a little bit too far maybe for like me to like shush yeah. them. You know, because how much I love shushing people. <laughs> um, but I was at a live show for My Favorite Murder and Karen Cougareth. There wasn't necessarily oh. a heckler, but there was just somebody who was like really drunk. I can't listen to the live shows anymore because. That every time they say a uh, a city, mm-hmm. people go. Eh, it's like, what? Yeah. Why is that something worth screaming about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, it's like I don't know if they're from there. I don't know if they're happy they pronounced it correctly. Yeah. But it's people <laughs> lose their goddamn minds, and I get it. I mean, where everyone's very excited and has been drinking, so you know we're yeah. extra excited. Um, but we were watching some of your some of your stuff off of the YouTube. And there was one gig that you had, and there was, like, crazy lightning. And, that, I mean, that maybe is almost worse than a heckler because you can't necessarily make that yeah. shut off. And I was a little bit worried about your safety. I was like, was anyone harmed in the filming of this video? Because, like, that lightning looks like it's only getting closer. All you see behind him is metal and glass. You're like, ah. Yeah. Is it a lightning rod? What's happening right now? How is, how is that How is that show? Because it just looked crazy. Which It was when the mic kept cutting out and then the lightning, like it was just, you did well, but it was, I can't, I can't remember. I was worried for your life. I was like, (laughs) I know he's coming. I know you lived through it, but I was like, God, if I watch someone get struck by lightning on TV, like 
That's my nightmare. YouTube was built for that. I mean, man, if I got struck by lightning and recorded it, I hope I'd be more famous. I know. So famous. <laughs> Monetize that shit. Yeah. Milk it. Have you guys ever looked up how much a million views on YouTube is worth? No. Don't. Why? <laughs> it's not worth as much as you think. Uh, hang on. I think I think it's worth five grand. Oh, uh, let's see. Am I over or my under? This is like my favorite game. I love. <laughs> I think you're under. You think you think it's more? No, I think it's less. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Okay. These are the questions that keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred? But yeah, I I might have forgotten a zero. That is. That is not an, a lot. Oh my god! I think I might have actually won. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, okay, what? but aren't you the one that read this previously? Because that's not fair. I beat you because <laughs> I, I read this thing earlier today. Let me guess what it was. My worst heckler, I drove on my dime. No, no I flew on my dime down to California, L.A., fucking Solis City, fucking hate it, um, <laughs> to compete in a comedy competition. My funniest joke was when somebody heckled me. Everything else was like, mediocre, mediocre, mediocre. Guy heckles me, and I said... Fucking says Ed Hardy. Like, he was making sh- fun of my shirt. Huge laughter. Go back to my set? Nothing. <laughs> the best? Like, Fuck you, motherfucker. But it's something, It's something because, again, substitute teaching, the closest I've ever gotten to stand-up. I had a student who was on his phone, like, all day, under the desk, yeah. texting, like... Porn. Wasn't paying attention. And so I said... I don't care if you're playing with your phone or something else. I need you to cut it out. And the whole class like lost their goddamn <laughs> mind. And he leaned forward like he was going to say something. And I was like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> and I mean, I'm a grown ass woman. I think he was in like 11th grade. Um, but I was just like, don't you fucking say. And he did it. And I was just like, okay. And I don't know the kid's name. Again, because I'm a substitute. I never saw this kid again. But it's that thing of like, if, I, if I'm if i trying to shut something down, and I would assume similar with Heckler, like, how boldly do you go? And am I scarring this human oh, forever? Yeah. Maybe. That kid's probably known as Porn Jeffy for the rest of his life. <laughs> and I mean, you're welcome. Like, I'm not sorry about it. He was a I mean, as much as an 11th grader can be a prick, like, he was such a little jackass. Isn't it more of an anomaly when they're not a prick at 11? <laughs> There's times where I'm like, oh, my God, you're, like, a nice human. Like, thank you. You must be gay. <laughs> you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I'm an so ally. Nice. I'm an ally. <laughs> so respectful. Yeah, there's times. Although, I don't know why, but I sometimes take offense to the yes, ma'am. I'm like, how old do I look to get the yes, ma'am? Like, but I'll give out a ma'am all the time, regardless of the age. You're just ma'am and everybody? Yeah, I am. I'm ma'am everybody. Yeah. 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 Not, I, I don't, I, well, I do it from a, as a place of respect, mm. since I don't, especially if I don't know their name. That's fair. I, I just say yes, ma'am, to kind of let them know, hey, I'm not a, I'm not trying to be a jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Susan! Here now, but my daughter does it all the time, and she'll say yes, sir. And I know she's because I know her, yeah, because I know her, and she Uh, wouldn't say sir to me in any other context. Uh huh. Uh, okay, so having a kid, she probably won't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it or not? Oh, come now, you can't ask that question. Oh, oh, I've I've, I've thought about it, (laughs) um, and I'm of two minds about it, it's not worth it. If you 
are goal oriented, but don't really care about the mushiness of right bringing up a child and because you you can adopt a child if you want to right if you really want a child or uh you know or just play with your nieces and nephews you know that's basically a rented kid yeah (laughs) exactly um but i but i have had some great experiences that i that you know i i've had with her and i and i do enjoy that but sometimes i'm like man you know if i didn't have her where would my career be? Mm. Where would my life be? Because I don't think I would still be in Spokane. And more likely, like, what kind of car would you be driving? Definitely. That was the thing we were joking about. Your niece is over here, and I was like, does this kid need a drum set? Like, <laughs> go back home to mom and dad. Here are your drumsticks. Like, today I was thinking about it because I was like, you know, we could have a kid. And that would be amazing. We could adopt a kid. That's great. And then I thought, oh, but I'm going to have to live in a, limit them to one like activity a year. Each person in the family gets to pick the one thing they want to do. And then I'm like, that's probably not practical. And I was like, well, fuck it. The world's going to end. Let's not have a kid. <laughs> like, that was two minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I do have a lot of uh, friends who are like, yeah, I, I played the violin for like 19 years. And I'm like, oh, I played four sports year round in like a select soccer team <laughs> and like an AU basketball team. Okay, bougie. And my, Whatever. And my, my friends are like, that's so many pairs of shoes. And I'm like, you know, that's fair. Because I was that asshole that was like, oh, you know, mom, dad, I need a new pair of shoes. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, we changed colors of our jersey. I can't wear, <laughs> can't wear green shoes with a red jersey like some kind of animal. And uh, they normally were nice enough and were like, yeah, or like, you work. Be babysit. Where's that babysitting money? So your daughter is how old? 16. 16. Mm-hmm. So at 16 years in, how confident are you that she's going to wipe your ass when you're 72? Oh, oh. She's not. She's not? <laughs> she's not. She's going to find some loophole or something. <laughs> like, there's no law saying I have to wipe your ass. <laughs> I'm a little concerned because that's, like, reason number two for having a kid. It's like yeah. ass wiping when you're really old. And I do think part of it is, do I have to wipe your ass or can I pay someone to wipe your ass? Because I think that's similar. I don't care as long as different. my ass is being wiped well. <laughs> the burden is on whoever that is. The person looking at your ass is the person. No, no. The, <laughs> the kid writing the check to the ass wiper? or the ass wiper themselves they both need to quality control this shit sure 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 yeah so at 16 she's not gonna do it no I can see it oh shit I can see she's gonna be the kid she's gonna be when she's an adult and I'm old and and I'm old and frail she's gonna she'll sign the papers to get me into an old folks home but she's not gonna check it out she's not gonna come visit she's just like well I got him in a place where he won't starve. <laughs> now I'm going to keep living my life. Oh, no. Anytime yeah. anytime now my parents uh, say something to my brother or I and we're together, I'm like, put that in the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down for a <laughs> level of care. <laughs> the fiance's mother-in-law, the wife's mother-in-law lives across like the house. Yeah. Like She lives on the second half of the house. And whenever my mom will do something that it's, my mom's just 100% cute, but like sometimes she'll do something like, the fuck? Still cute. My fiance will go, or my wife will go, oh, old, post, old folks homes, like numbers, like, are we going to do the, the full on, like, full time plan? You know? 
pay extra for that? No. Well, I'll joke anytime my mom does something like really, like really sweet. Like my mom goes out of her way and is like so thoughtful. Yeah. I'm like, you're getting an old person's home with a pool, mom. <laughs> you're killing the game. Dad, you'll be lucky if there's not mice in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're a package deal, but yeah, anytime my mom does something like extra, I mean, very kind, very loving human, but anytime she really goes above and beyond, I'll take note of that too. And I'm like, all right, Ma, I see what you're doing. We'll get you that pool at that old person's home. I mean, which I just think is really entertaining. Like the idea of like water aerobics or like, you know, just an old person like really slowly like walking into like a pool like that takes like 19 hours and they get in there and then they turn around and they just like walk back out. It's like a good workout. Good work, Mom. Getting after it. But. I was watching that Jack Whitehall, Whitehall show yeah. where he travels with his father. My mom watches that. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Go for I it. also watch the gardening show. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. And so you should tell her about it. <laughs> I will. She loves that stuff. <laughs> and so anyhow, he ended up at an old folks home with his dad, just kind of checking it out. And I don't know if they played it up for the TV cameras, but that's a fucking meat market. Like they were dancing <laughs> salsa. They were grabbing dicks. Like whoa, things were whoa. happening. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I must have saw a different episode because I saw the episode where he took his parents to Vegas. And took him to like, he's like, dad, you like magic? Let's go see Magic Mike. <laughs> and then and then dad was like, I'm so embarrassed. And dad left. And, and then mom, mom got, got pulled on stage. <laughs> was dry humped for 20 minutes. Oh, she was living her best life. And then he texted her afterwards and she's like, I'm busy. <laughs> I mean, get after it. We only live once. I oh, mean, yeah. but. That was pretty funny because I was just watching. There was a new episode of Nine One One, and they. I'm went sorry, Nine One One. Just the show Nine One One. No, no, it's like a Fox TV show. It's like a multi-cam sitcom. Yeah, you lost Thank me you. at network television. I know. <laughs> I'm too hipster for that. She shit. can't do it. <laughs> um, but they basically had to go to a a dad. Basically, was in a home and had like an STD, and oh. they were like, if anyone has slept with this person. Please stand up and come with us. And like four women stand up. <laughs> and then a guy raises his hand and is like, Well, what if you've slept with one of the women that he slept with? <laughs> and so like eight guys then stood up. <laughs> and, then, and then more women stood up. So then the whole room of like 45, you know, <laughs> 80 plus seniors are like, I'll oh, gotta go get checked out. And I mean, that scares me. And mostly because I'm like, How close is that to reality? Like, that's <sighs> terrifying. That's gotta be common. Right? I think it has to be common. I mean, yeah. you got a bunch of widowers okay, my all put is, together. Are these yeah. ladies going down to CVS to buy the lube, or is it provided as part of the additional cost? They're, like, stealing it off of, like, the nurse's cart. <laughs> Where is all the, like, Vaseline going? Uh, I mean, Somebody must have a lot of bed sores. <laughs> from something else. I'm just... Huzzah! <laughs> oh, old people fucking Zara's <laughs> Can we come back from old people sex? Is this downhill fast enough? I'm afraid now we back out of this. <laughs> I don't think we do. Okay. But maybe that's the solution for them. Oh, no. Stop it right now. That is not what I meant. That is awful. I don't think he expected to talk about anal as much as he did tonight. <laughs> 
Great transition there, buddy. Good <laughs> but like, on your drive home, I hope you see some uh, some RVs and you can get a good chuckle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Man. I've never even looked at the names before. This is going to be... It's a whole new <laughs> world. It's a great ride. Yeah, you just open up a new experience for me. <laughs> and then after some of the names get old, just still the anal torques and the anal like revenge. You're like, no! It never gets old. Anal Montana, I always chuckle. I'm like, I don't think this red state's going to embrace that kind of stuff. Uh, or embrace that shit. No pun intended. But what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> oh, poor Harry J. But thanks so much for coming for uh, all of this. It's and we're going to be at your show. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you. Yeah, we won't heckle. <laughs> She'll probably have half a drink. Yeah. Doesn't mean she's not having fun. Just means she's... <laughs> uh, I will have two and a half, but just so I don't get dizzy. Of course. Uh, I will coach everybody that comes with us, shut the fuck up, and yeah. act like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be nice. Uh, um, yeah. That'll be a great time. Yeah. yeah. I thought you guys were coming for the, the lady. The lady? Oh, we were going to go for Whitney Cummings. She's a huge fan. Then something happened to me. I don't remember. We didn't go to Whitney Cummings. No, her house burnt down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Whitney Cummings. And so then um, we're waiting for her to come back. Although we did miss the sex doll, and I'm really disappointed. I'm about so that. sad. I would have been so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> could not have been more uncomfortable. Um, but I think that's part of it, right? <laughs> okay, so a sex doll creeps two females out one gay, one whatever. But straight. She means <laughs> straight when she says that. <laughs> How's a sex doll, as far as you, like, are you excited about the Whitney Cummings prospects coming down the line, or are you just like, no, that fucking weird? I'm intrigued, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh... True. I'm going to wait until they start hitting thrift stores. <laughs> 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 You're going to send it after camera gear? Listen, <laughs> this is what I want. What do you want me to do, daddy? Here, see this lens? <laughs> Go fetch. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Too good. Too good. So this has been Downhill Fast. I'm Tamara. I'm Rhiannon. And I'm Harry J. Riley. Woohoo! My. Mm-hmm.